Welcome back to Cloud Talk Radio by Rashpixel.fm, the podcast that shows do-gooders, nonprofits, and businesses how to build win-win partnerships that raise money and change the world. This podcast is brought to you by Engage for Good and Selfish Giving. You can find full show notes and additional resources for today's episode at engageforgood.com and selfishgiving.com. Now, on to today's episode. Hey everyone, it's Joe Waters. I want to welcome you to another exciting episode of Cause Talk Radio. And online with me, of course, is Megan Strand. Hey, Megan. Hello. Megan, we have a great show today. I'm very excited. I'm very excited. And my excited. daughter's very excited. And my eyebrows are very excited. <laughs> On the line with us today, we have Annie Ford Danielson, who is the Global Beauty Authority. Megan, we have an authority here, a beauty authority. <laughs> awesome. From Such Benefit an awesome title. Cosmetics. And she is here to talk to us about a great campaign they have. And this is interesting, Megan. It's called the Bold is Beautiful Project. And it's raised 11 million dollars waxing people's wow. brows in 17 countries hey annie wow. how's it going hey it's good thanks for having me no thank you so impressive can we just stop for a minute and just appreciate how impressive that is 11 million dollars yes. since 2015 what an amazing effort maybe you could start out by just giving us the basics of the program and how you decided How to start doing something that? like this. Yeah, it's amazing. And Annie, while you talk, I'm going to get a mirror and look at my brows. See how yeah, they look. right? You got to start looking at your arch and your start and your end, all the good pieces of those brows. So, you know, um, at Benefit, we've been waxing and taming brows for over 40 years. It's part of our DNA, and it really is. We believe that brows are the frame to your face, right? So we're obsessed with brows at Benefit. And, um, you know, about four or five years ago, we sat down, my sister, myself, our CEO, we sat down and really um, realized that our brand was ready to give back. And it was really a time that um, we felt really strongly about doing that. And so we decided to really root it in, in the brow wax because it's where we have the best connection with our girls and with the women that come in to get their brows done. And so, you know, we tried it for the first time in 2015 in just four countries. And since then, every May, we give um, 100% of benefits proceeds from a brow wax to local charity partners. And, you know, it's really cool to see the program grow. But in just three years, you know, we've already raised and donated over $11 million, which is kind of crazy. That's incredible. Yeah, we, we love the project and, you know, it's something that we're super passionate about. And every year we're going to be bringing in more and more uh, countries. So that number should just keep growing. Now, Annie, tell me it, how, exactly how it works for someone who doesn't go and get his, his eyebrows done all the time, unfortunately. <laughs> yes. So, okay. So with so is is, ben, is 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 with the bold is beautiful. Is it is it people go into a location of yours? Do you work with retail partners on something like this? Yeah, that's a great question. So anywhere that benefit does brow waxing, right? So um, in Canada, we have Sephora's, we have a lot of different locations, we have our boutiques. Um, You go in and you go to the benefit brow bar and in the month of May, and you know, you literally just get your brows waxed like, and maybe you don't do this, but a lot of women are regularly getting their brows waxed. Um, and you just go in and you pay the same amount that you normally would. The only difference is, is that all of your dollars are going to local charities. So it's pretty cool. You know, it's, it's something that 
women, um, if you're not doing it, it's great to get your brows done. Mm-hmm. Um, it's definitely great to try it in that month of May because you know that your your money's going to a good cause. And if you do, you know, nothing's changed. It's just that um, everything's being donated. Wow, that's fantastic. You know, my wife goes to Sephora every week. Yeah, and so every she week. Mu- I love wow, it. <laughs> that, so she must be going. So, you know, so she must be. Uh, so so is 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 benefit in all Sephora stores or is it vary? Uh, we're in most Sephora stores, yeah. So it kind of varies from country to country. Yep. Um, and we're in a bunch of different retailers around the globe. But pretty much everywhere that benefit is waxing brows in the participating markets during that month of May, that's where the money is is do, being collected and donated. Do you have any of your own stores? We absolutely yeah. do, yeah. So we have um, boutiques all across the globe, and all of the boutiques participate. Ah, very good. Was it a tough sell to try to get the Sephora's of the world, your other retail partners, to participate in the program? And are they contributing anything, or is it really just... I don't know what, exactly what your arrangement is with retailers when you're doing brow waxes, but yeah, um, are so they contributing anything? It's a really... It's, a, it's actually a complicated question, but it's a I'm good sure. one. So... <laughs> You know, we have different relationships with retailers all over the world, right? They're all kind of uniquely defined relationships. However, the really great thing is that when we first, you know, started talking about this conversation, the reason why we wanted to do 100% of the proceeds from the Brow Wax is because we actually, 90% of the time, that, that those funds are benefits. So we you know, those employees are benefit employees. So that money is usually going towards benefit, um, which is why we were really easily able to have that, you know, 100% of our proceeds be what is being donated. Um, The greatest thing is that our retailers have been beyond supportive. So no matter where we are in the world, honestly, in terms of coverage, in terms of getting us more store location, um, communicating the project, they have been so super supportive and it's really been an awesome thing to see because, you know, they're not gaining anything from it, if you will, in terms of it's not a marketing campaign. It's not, you know, there really isn't, that was the one thing that we wanted to be really genuine about with this is that when you come out as a big corporation, sometimes it can seem disingenuine. And that was something we really wanted to make sure we were avoiding and everyone has kind of rallied behind it, which has been really nice to see in the industry. Wow. So give us a sense like, and I probably don't want to know this because I mentioned to you already, my <laughs> wife goes every week, but what is the average? With, I am, her, with her secret credit card. I, that I want to just tell you, Annie, this is a real education for me. Like I, I know nothing this is about awesome. this. Joe has no clue. I, I have so no clue awesome. what, what this, this secret world is. Uh, I love it. So how much, how much is your average brow wax and how much of that goes to the charities? Okay. That's a great question. So the average brow wax is $24. What? And yep. So twelve dollars for each brow. Yeah. Um, no, I'm just kidding. Um, and twenty four dollars <laughs> is going to the charity. So a hundred percent of that brow wax is going to the charities. Now, oh, wow. the reason, yeah. So that's that's the best part about this project. Yeah, it really is. Yeah, is that there's there's no there's nothing you know behind these numbers. It's it's a really genuine conversation, and I think that that's. That's why our customers, and especially our field, who are the women and the men who are waxing the brows, they just feel so good about the project. Yeah, that's amazing. I'm curious to know why you use the language then that 100% of benefit proceeds go to charities instead of saying 100% of your brow wax goes to charity. Because when I hear the word proceeds, I'm kind of like... Yeah, I want I want to do the math, uh, and I don't yeah, know right. I don't know how to do the math. Right. So it's, it's that's it's exactly a right. Confusing to me. 
Yeah. So it's, yes, it's a never ending story here. So we have two retail partners in the world, not in Canada, that we actually have a special relationship with that do take a percentage. So that is why, so it's a really, it's it's like just a total, so that's our global claim that we use on like global press releases. Mm. So when you're in Canada, what you're actually going to see, so each market has a different relationship, right? So what you're going to see in Canada is a hundred percent going to the charity partners. That's what you're going to see at the local activation in Canada because every single dollar that you spend on your brow wax in Canada is going directly to those charity partners. And that's 90% of our country wow. and 90% of our retailers. So it's it's a bit unfortunate that we have those like one or two very small special relationships, but it's yep. kind of it it makes us have to have that, you know, percentage of proceeds. Got it. But it's funny you say that because every time I'm in market and traveling around the world, which I do all the time for this project, I'm like, no, I don't think you understand. It really is all it's of it. It's all of it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's, you know, that's just, it was something that was really important to us where we could. That is really generous. And um, Megan, I think of all the people that we've had on the show, the only people I think that have been as generous as benefits is Jersey Mike's. Um, I knew you were going to say that. Chain. Yep. And Nanny, I don't know if you're familiar with them or not, but they have about 1,500 locations. And what they do is at the end of March, they have a donate sales day. And what they mm. do is they donate every dime from everything they sell that day to good yep. causes. Yeah. Now, here's the idea. Annie, I'm a big picture kind of guy and a strategy guy. What happens if you could get a sub and your eyebrows waxed <laughs> at the same time. What do you I mean, think? I like it. Might what be do you a think slightly different idea? target market, Joe. Yeah, I like it. I, I say, I say that the people that are getting those probably need the brow wax. That's right. That's, that's right. More than true. anybody. I, I could. I would true. totally get an eye wax while eating a sub. And I don't call oh, it yeah. an eye wax. Eye wax. Eyebrow. I'm sorry. Eyebrow wax. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. No, hey, you know, we're always, what's really cool, I mean, we're always thinking of new ways to raise money. And our local staff, they go nuts. I mean, they do bake sales. They do Aww. they do all kinds of stuff just to raise as much money as they can. It's super fun to see. Hey, Megan, before we get on to our next question, I want to recognize today's show sponsor, Catalyst. Catalyst is the industry's only matchmaking platform for companies and causes. Think of them like an online dating app for social good. You can research companies, their customers, and the types of partnerships they're looking for. Then you can actually connect with companies that make sense for your organization. How great is that? Catalyst uses sophisticated data and algorithms to broker partnerships between hundreds of Fortune 1000 companies and nonprofits like the Avon Breast Cancer Crusade, the Humane Society, the National Park Foundation, World Vision, and many, many others. With pricing and packaging scaled to your organization's size, it's a solution for everyone. Visit GoCatalyst now, www.gocatalyst.com. How do you identify the benefiting charities? It, it seems that they're different in each country. Yeah. Um, so how, how does that process work? So, yeah, it's actually an interesting one. The first um, piece of it is that we really felt strongly that our charity partners were local. 
So, you know, we're a global brand. We're in over 50 countries around the world. And we didn't want to pick two or three global right. charity partners to work with. Which is also really like hard the, <laughs> uh, to, yeah, to pick just two or three that resonate around the really world. It's really hard to pick the three. But it also, you know, we wanted the money to stay where it was raised. So we wanted Canadian women to know that their money was going back to women in Canada. Um, that was really important to us because a lot of these charity partners are, you know, like I said, global. And so you don't really know where the money is going and it could be affecting someone in a totally different country or part of the world. Um, so with that, we actually set up, we have a team here in San Francisco and it comprises of my sister, myself, our CEO, and a few other of our executives. And we kind of have this board and the markets who are participating, they send us documents on who they really want to work with and why. Um, and then we kind of review it and we educate the markets on, okay, this seems like a good fit. This maybe we need to push this in this direction. But we have three kind of buckets, if you will, that we focus on. Um, one of them is education and mentorship. Another is economic self-sufficiency and access to wellness. So um, all of those have to be focusing primarily on empowering women and girls within those three buckets. Mm. And so um, it's a it's actually a pretty uh, tall order for our markets to spend the time in researching and really finding the right partners. But we find that if the market does that work, they're much more emotionally connected yeah. to that partner. And we want it to be a long-term partnership. It's not like an annual change. Yeah. No, and I think we're seeing that more and more, Megan, that a lot of yeah. these programs are going back to local partners. For sure. Yeah. And I think it, it helps to tell the story a little bit better, too, if you have mm -hmm. something that's local on the ground. And then um, do the nonprofit partners do anything to support this effort? Yeah. You know, it's um, it's a really incredible partnership that we've seen. I mean, I've personally been so lucky that I get to see it pretty much in every country that we do Bold is Beautiful because I travel every year to the different countries and see kind of the relationships. But we um part of the program that we sometimes don't actually communicate externally all that much is that it's you know 50% of it is donating all the money but the other 50% is we donate our employees time so our employees every employee is given a day to leave the office leave the counter whatever it is that you do every day and go and work with these charity partners mm. and so the really great thing is that our charity partners have been challenged, but also have been given the opportunity to create these kind of workshops that would really help their women and girls and allow our benefit employees to have real face time with the women that we're helping. And so we've actually had some really cool partnerships come out of it and creating really great um, activities and days and workshops where our, our employees get to directly work with the people that we're helping. Wow, that's, that's great. so awesome because yeah. I feel like so often consumer facing programs and employee facing programs don't overlap yes. and it seems like they yeah. should. And in your case, it is, which is phenomenal. Yeah. I always look, I'm always looking for examples of that because it doesn't happen very often. Yeah. Well, and to be totally honest with you, it's because it's really actually pretty difficult to manage. Oh, I'm sure. Um, it's like, you know, we had these great ideas. I was like, yeah, and then we can get our employee staff and then I try to manage it every year and I'm like, oh my gosh, this is a nightmare. But, you know, it's <laughs> worth it because, you know, it's not for us, it's not about cutting a check and moving on, right? It's it's really about motivating our staff and educating as to why we do what we do every day, like why we're in this beauty industry and 
and our positioning within the industry. And so it was really important to us that we empower our people to get out there and roll up their sleeves and, and be a part of it. Yeah. And, and they're great representatives for your company too, out in the community, oh, which yeah. makes me think too, Annie. And the next question I wanted to ask you is what type of business benefit do you see from this program? Obviously it sounds like your employees are engaged and love the program, but do you actually mm-hmm. see an increase in brow waxes um, the, uh, during the month of May because of the program? We, you know what we do? It's interesting. We weren't really sure the first year and, um, you know, we weren't sure what was going to happen. And we, we just knew that we were committed to donating, you know, every dollar from a brow wax. And one of the countries that we actually had participate in our first year was the UK. And um, they gave themselves an internal goal of doing over 20% that they usually do in the month of May. And they didn't tell us and they like kind of rallied themselves and they got really excited and they hit that goal. And we were like, oh my gosh, we have to donate so much more money than we thought we did. <laughs> um, but it's such a, you know, what we call a 24 karat problem here at Benefit yeah. is when you've raised so much money that you have to then give it away. And, you know, it's cool. It's, it's, you can always see when, you know, when a new market is doing Bold is Beautiful, they get so passionate behind the launch of it. And then as you know, you know, in the US here, we've been doing it for, this will be our fourth year. um, And they continue to just create completely new activations every year. So, you know, whether it's a shop where everything's going to be donated, or, you know, they're, they're doing all these cool new things. So yeah, we see an influx in, in traffic into the store and in education. But honestly, if you ask me, I, it's, it's more about um, the commitment that our employees see and the, the internal message of, okay, I actually I work for a brand that's really passionate about this. And that that's what we do year round with our with our products and stuff like that. And that's where that's where I personally see a huge investment for our company. I think it's awesome, though, going back to the fact that you donate 100 percent of the of the brow wax, though, because that that's a really again, a really easy math equation to do. So the fact that you, you know, people in the UK got behind it and were like, okay, we're going to blow this out because the company's donating all of this money. (laughs) I mean, that's amazing. And I do think, you know, Joe and I are big fans of there being a business benefit to these programs because then they can continue, right? Like you can continue donating money if your business continues to do well. So the fact that you have people that might come in to try it for the first time in May, I would think would be a good thing. You know, hopefully you can kind of keep them or they'll come in at least a couple times a year. Um, Maybe not every week like Joe's wife, but. um. (laughs) Right. No, absolutely. I mean, even just in the office, you know, we, we do huge competitions of how many people can sell the most gift cards for brow waxes. And those gift cards are, you know, a hundred percent of the proceeds go to obviously our local charity partners. And I always tell people, they're like, well, you know, I don't have any friends that have, or I, you know, I've already hit up all my friends that go and I'm like, no, get the people who have never gone. Get the Joe Waters of the world, right? Exactly. (laughs) Get your brothers, get your boyfriends. Are there guys that do it? Oh, yes. So this is actually like the best part about this project is that we have 100% of our employees here at Beauty Central (laughs) in San Francisco, which are like 50% men. um, (laughs) And they all get their brows waxed in the month of May. And we have photos of all of their brows on the wall upstairs in our boldest beautiful room. And it's just, you know, it's so funny. You see all these men with just bright red brows because they're, you know, they've never (laughs) seen or like had any kind of beauty happen to their faces. And it's, it's really fun. I mean, the, the dudes in our office. Do they cry? (laughs) 
do you catch them too when they you still have tears in their eyes? Their eyes will, will water up and they're like, no, 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 I just have allergies. Or like, no, <laughs> then, pain is beauty. Of course, Come of course on, men, is, men are like, this is like childbirth. I didn't realize it was this bad. Yeah, that's exactly right. And I'm like, oh, brother, you do not know. <laughs> you have no idea. No that's clue. Awesome. Yeah. awesome. Hey, well, Annie. Oh, tell ahead, us, uh, well, one of the things I was curious about, Annie, is when a customer goes into uh, the benefits area of, say, a Sephora, what do they see uh, by way of promotion for the program? How do they know that the program exists? That's a um, great question. It'll sometimes vary uh, country by country because they'll do different activations. But what we actually try to do is we try to utilize the fact that this is a charitable, you know, moment in time for benefit. And we really try to negotiate as much visibility to drive traffic into the store. So sometimes you'll even see, you know, where maybe advertising that would cost, I don't know, like a million dollars is given to us for free. We've seen a lot of that happen in the past three years. So you'll see like bold is beautiful billboards outside of a Sephora on the street or on a bus simply because people felt charitable and they were like, yeah, absolutely. Um, and so you'll start to see a lot more of that like throughout your local city during the month of May. And then on counter, you see different things um, depending on the year. So sometimes we try to change it up and sometimes we try to get you know, our, um, our staff to kind of wear things that show that it's bold as beautiful time. So we have a, a girl, her name is Zapparella. She's like our female superhero person for Bold is Beautiful. And sometimes the girls and guys will dress up like her. They'll wear magic capes. They'll, you know, kind of inspire (laughs) you to be your best self, if you will. Um, And then they'll always wear a shirt that's kind of teaching you about Bold is Beautiful. And usually there's like a little on-counter pamphlet or sign that teaches you about the local charity partners where your money's going to. Um, And it just kind of depends on the size of the store and how much um, actual you know, square feet we have, but we try to to deck it out as much as possible so people know that, okay, it's May, Bold is Beautiful is happening. You've been doing this since 2015. Um, We always like to ask our guests, what have you learned in doing this program so far? Like what surprised you? What are the lessons that you've taken away maybe from the first year to the second year and kind of made the program bigger and better every year? I mean, where to even begin? I feel like, (laughs) and I'm not kidding, when we first started this project, I should not even tell you this, but I literally read Charity Philanthropy for Dummies. Like, I got it on Amazon (laughs) and read the book because I was like, where do we even begin? Wait, I think Joe wrote that. (laughs) (laughs) I wrote Cosmo Acting for Dummies. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Thank you. Um, It helped me out. Um, But, you know, when you start, I think the, the biggest key learning that we had was staying true to who we were and trying to do that really well and really authentically because when you try to partner with people because they have the right message or they have the biggest following on social media or it gets complicated and it and it you kind of lose your real passion and message for why you're doing what you're doing. So I think that sticking to the brow wax and really being true about, you know, empowering women and girls, which is what we believe we do every day with our brand, um, that was a really big key learning. And I think that one of the biggest challenges is, especially in the beauty industry, I mean, there's newness every day. And to do the same campaign every single year for the rest of you know, benefits history in the month of May for the marketing, you know, gurus that we have can be a bit repetitive. So every year we've decided that we're really trying to be consistent on counter for our customers, but 
really also focus on like what is that message this year that we really think is going to empower the industry and bring good conversation um because a repetitive program in beauty can get a little bit like exhausting internally mm-hmm. um so we really try to keep it fresh but really while maintaining um our identity and consistency for our customer because that's that's kind of the tricky piece mm. have you uh, thought about anything new for 2018 Yeah, I mean, we have, the really cool thing is that we kind of let our countries try whatever they want at least once. And um, if it works, we let all of our countries then go for it if they want to. So one of the really cool things actually that the UK did is they got an entire pink, which is our benefit color, they got an entire pink room and store front in London and every single ounce of whether it was high-end designer clothes, whatever it was, was pink and donated from different designers and different people in London. And they sold all of those clothes at auction and donated all of that money towards the project. Um, So it was a really, really smart and awesome campaign. And they got a lot of local celebs involved. And so I think we're going to, we're going to try that out in the U S this year and see how it goes. Um, But yeah, we're just trying to keep the conversation fresh and keep it going. And I think honestly, the biggest challenge is keeping our, our field super motivated because they're waxing so many brows and they're like exhausted, (laughs) (laughs) which is good. But, and they, you know, they love it. So it's, uh, it's a fun month for us. Wow. That's awesome. What a great program. Congratulations on this. Absolutely. And you know what I think too, Annie, I think programs like yours are really a model for other businesses too, because what I love about your program too, is I think there's a lot of transparency in, in, in the dollars. And I think a lot of concerns about cause marketing stem from like, okay, you know, McDonald's donates money every time, uh, you know, a a happy meal is sold. But what a lot of people don't realize is that's a penny. Um, and you know, it's, and, (laughs) and even though that amounts to millions of dollars, it doesn't kind of pass the smell test when people learn that. Right. But a program like yours, that's like, look, we're giving all the money uh, yeah. to good causes for this month. I mean, I think that those are one of the best types of programs uh, brands can do. Thank you. No, yeah. we're super proud of it. And, you know, it's um, it's something we're going to keep doing for for eternity. As long as benefits are around, we're going to keep donating. So so we love it. And we just we ask that, you know, men, women, whoever, you get your brows waxed in the month of May. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, Annie, thank you yeah. so, so much for coming on Cost Talk Radio to talk about Bold is Beautiful. If people want to learn more about you or Benefit Online, how might they do that? Yeah, so um, you can definitely go to BenefitCosmetics.com. Uh, we have local websites. You can go to the U.S. website, the Canadian website. And, you know, I travel around the world supporting it. And you can always follow me on Instagram at, at Annie FD. Um, and you'll see all the Benefit Bold is Beautiful love coming through. Excellent. And we will put those links in the show notes. Joe, where can people find you online? Uh, people can find me online. I'm going to post a picture of my brows later on. And <laughs> Please they don't. can find me on Twitter at Joe Waters. Um, they can also find me, of course, at SelfishGiving.com. Make sure to sign up for my newsletter. Really comprehensive, detailed information on what's happening in the cause interest industry, including a five-day mini course on cause marketing. And while Annie's on Instagram, I'm the only guy on Pinterest. So check me out there at Pinterest.com front slash Joe Waters. What about you, Megan? Where can people find you? 
I'm also on Twitter at Megan Strand, and I tweet for Engage for Good at Engage for Good, which is also where you can find show notes for today's episode, engageforgood.com, as well as selfishgiving.com. And while you're online, please do head on over to iTunes or Google Play and subscribe to Cause Talk Radio so that you don't miss an episode. And on behalf of Annie and Joe and myself, I'd like to thank you so much for joining us for this episode of Cause Talk Radio, and we'll talk to you next time. 